Nothing impossible ever stopped you Friday's disappointment It's Sunday's empty tune Since when has impossible ever stopped you This is the sound of dry bones rattling This is the praise make a dead man walk again Open the grave, I'm coming out I'm gonna live, gonna live again This is the sound of dry bones rattling Hallelujah. Welcome to Love Live Rock, Remnant Remnant Reality Radio. You have tuned into praise, prayer, decree, and declare. Boker Tov and welcome. 
I am July X Scott. Uh, yeah, July X Scribe. It's going to be one of those mornings I can see it already. Hallelujah. Praise Yah for it. We are going to uh, ask Yami if she would be willing to come in and pray clear the line. And, uh, yeah, Yami, are you there? Yami, yes, he's here. Hallelujah. So, Father, now we begin together um, submitting, bowing down. We are, are dependent on you and our relationship with you. And, and we thank you that you have only good plans. And we agree with those plans. And no matter what our eyes may see or our ears may hear, all things are wor- working together for the good of those who have, have come to believe and have committed, made a commitment with you to um, receive, Father, salvation so that no longer are we under the curse of death, that when we sin, we, we must die, and a price had to be paid, and the shedding of blood, and that the blood of Yeshua is pure, and it holds true to the Torah, and it speaks to the whole world, to the whole universe, to all atmospheres that he has conquered death, the grave, and sin, because he will perform great miracles on our behalf to give us the land he has for us, to put us in that place where we walk in the God with him. And, Father, let us walk by faith, the gift of faith we thank you for, and let our walk um, be evidence of your reality. And let whatever we do in this day uh, magnify who you are and how to do things that please you, how to stay to recognize evil because you said that the sheep know the shepherd and they don't listen to the wrong voice. The the enemy, the cry of the wolf who who sneaks around to to um destroy Yeah, you put us in protection by your blood. Your blood paid that price so that no longer can the enemy kill us. No longer is there uh, um, the obligation of blood sacrifice because your blood was worthy and we want to recognize how worthy you are, how able you are to keep us, how 
we would have gone all over the place trying to make things work when all we need to do is listen, hear your voice, recognize, memorize, have written on our heart your Torah so then we don't walk out of the safety zone. We don't enter into the valley of death because you have delivered us. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of the enemy. Our, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow. Goodness and um, uh, your ways shall follow us all the days of our life. We shall dwell in the house of Yah forever. Thank you, Father, that hope. Now, um, here in this earth and hereafter, you made the way that we can have the eternal, the what the promise that you gave from the beginning that we would be yours, and we we. Went astray, Father, yes, we were guilty, but we didn't have the ability to pay the price because none of us was worthy. But you, Yah, sent your son filled with your nature, who was not deceived, who did not trip up, who did did not go after his own lust, who stayed in constant communion with you until that one day at the cross, at the tree when you had to turn your back on the one who was was the closest to you, was walking in agreement with you. And he felt that. And he said, why have you forsaken me? And you couldn't look upon the sin that that was poured on our Messiah so that he could pay that price. Satan was a fool, and we can readily call him that. Because he thought by the by his death that it would be over. But yeah, what was over was his power, his authority was um lost and that's what Yeshua meant by it is Vinny that he completed all the Torah. He did everything for the purpose that he was manifest, which was destroy the work of the evil ones. It's a success story, hallelujah. 
and because of that, we live. Let us not um, be led astray. We do take time to say, Ruhak, you have permission to use us because Yah has provided the purity, the sanctification, and the way for us to be vessels of honor that we can speak to a dying world and we can tell them there's a way to life and that life is eternal. But Father, we pray to you, the master of the harvest, that's for the workers, Father. Thank you that you send each of us on our own great exploits, and these are the mission calls. These are the places everywhere we step. The land belongs to you, and because of that, we claim it on your behalf, and we kick the devil out of the territory. Now, as I am going to be involved with with this funeral for Dee, who was my brother-in-law's mother, I pray that you, you let me um, just be what you send me to be to them. I thank you that, that my brothers and sisters are in agreement with your plan. And I am too. And we make that three core or more bond, um, core that cannot be broken so that um, we shall um, please you and that I shall, whatever you call me to do, accomplish it. And same for each of us today. It's just a marvelous opportunity because you made us a promise and you keep it as we submit, as we obey, as we learn your love and we we become that love because that's how it works. We can't have love if we don't get it from you. Father, let blind eyes be open and let deaf ears be unplugged. And just for today, let whosoever come. And we we say, let your anointing break the yoke. As um, as Satan is not allowed to. Rob the word that you have to give to your people and to those that are becoming your people for you. You chose us from the foundation of earth, of the beginning of, of this earth, and you are the way maker, and you cause everything to come together. We come together right now before you in agreement with your plan 
And as our heart is overwhelmed with your majesty, with with um, thought of how wonderful you created us, with thought of how you wouldn't leave us um, to in to have to die, to have to. But you sent your son with the realization that it's your will for all men to be perished. And to the one that it is hardest, we pray that that their heart melts. The hardness of the heart of whosoever comes in our path and your path, that they that that hardened heart will melt and that healing will overwhelm the um, works of the devil (laughs) because we are conquerors. We are victorious in you and we want to be aware ourselves and acknowledge you and acknowledge your ways and put you in the center of all we do. You are um, more than enough. And we can't even imagine uh, what's coming, what the future you have for us. We will choose just for today to say, Ruha. Use us. Let us please, Yah. As we open our mouth, you feel it, because the the, the importance of the mouth to speak Yah's plan into existence. We honor, and we will not be afraid to say what you give to us, but we will simply open our mouth, and let you take over. We bind Satan from interfering with distractions in this life, in this world, and let the reality of our infinite relationship with you rule our hearts in the peace that you said we are to let our hearts
Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yami, thank you for that opening prayer. It is so appreciated. Thank you for clearing the lines. Thank you for clearing the airwaves. We know that we have an adversary that comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. And we have to be on alert. We have to be paying attention to what's going on around us, to what's going on within us, and to what our Elohim is saying to us to combat that adversary. We know that there is a truth and that the only truth is his truth. And he wants us to be able to walk in that truth confidently, competently, and with full assurance that we know who the creator of Shamaim and Aretz, or heaven and earth, is. And he does not play games. He does not like being called after the names of pagan deities, whether it's in titles or supposed terms of endearment or terms of respect or whatever the situation is. We know that he told us that we are not to allow pagan the names of pagan deities or lesser elves to cross our lips in the command that says we are not to take his name in vain or not to use his name foolishly. So we are expected to take his name very, very seriously and use it with respect but not to be afraid or ashamed of it. Probably more afraid than ashamed but we ought to be in full knowledge and awareness of it. We know that it is Yahweh, Elohim Almighty, that brings light to the earth every morning. It's not the sun. We know that it's Yahweh Almighty that causes the moon to rise. So, yeah, we thank you again for waking us up and bringing us into your presence so that we can worship and honor you and get to know you better and start our day correctly. Hallelujah. I am thankful this morning for, yes, another day. Thankful that I can walk out or walk with as best I can, hopefully constantly improving in the example that I provide for others. I am thankful for the fact that Yahweh continues to inform and instruct. I'm thankful for his shachma. I am thankful for those in my life that he's trusted me to speak into. 
and I pray that the message that they get is powerful. I am thankful for his provision. The bike, the car, the fact that our needs are met, the fact that we can stand humbly before him, knowing that provision for salvation was his consideration and his desire for us. I am thankful for the fact that we can stand against the adversary of our souls knowing that he is not in possession of the keys to Shamaim. I am thankful that Yah continues to fulfill his promises to the faithful. Abba, in the name of Yeshua, I pray that you would cause people to desire to come to emulators, that they would desire to, that you would bring them to transformed, that they would hear a message, Yah, that says, wait a minute, this is different. This isn't this isn't your typical uh, once or three times a week, you know, shot of something that's supposed to look like something Kodesh, but is actually little more than just lipstick on a pig. Abba, I pray that there be strength and courage given and provided to walk in faith, to call on you, to pray down your miracle-working power into the lives of those that are struggling to believe you for whatever reason. Yeah, that we would have the strength of our convictions to stand on because we know that our convictions are based on you as a foundation, that you, Yah, are, are our Adonai, our firm foundation our foundation of foundations. Abba, I pray that we would go from merely being fans, merely being content to be fans, to truly being Galal Talmudim. And while that, while those words, that phrase might seem foreign and strange to any newcomers that are on the line to whom we say welcome in Boker Tov. Galal Talmudim just means dedicated learner. Galal is actually the Hebrew term for Galilee. And Talmudim is the word for disciple. because we are to grow up in him to show ourselves approved so we don't have to be ashamed. And yes, if there is confusion as to what we are to refer to him as, 
how we are to call on him, what name we are to believe into, what names we are to believe into, or apply our faith to. Then this Shaliach believes we need to go back as far as we need to and find a starting point for the root of this discussion. We can use terms like hydraulics and hydroelectric and and we can use Greek and other languages when it suits our purposes. And we can be comfortable with that. And we can think it's no big deal. But when it comes to matters of eternity, matters of the Ruach, then we want to get all jittery and scared say we can't go back that far what difference does it make oh that sounds like the peanuts teacher teaching that's not it that's not the right attitude to have yeah we know that that's not the right attitude to have the only one that would perpetuate that attitude about who you are that would think that you're just some sort of some garbled vocabularyist on the other end of a phone in a cartoon somewhere is insulting. Yeah, we know that you speak in specifics. And we know that your word says that you would draw us back to a perfect tongue. Abba, you don't affect anything without expecting it to to be accomplished the way you intended for it to be accomplished. And you are watching that it is accomplished in that way. So, Abba, we just pray for the battle over languages to be conquered. For battle over divisions within the body over this matter to be conquered. In Yeshua, I am courageous. In Yeshua, I am steadfast. In Yeshua, I am bold. In Yeshua, I am an encourager. In Yeshua, I am accomplished. In Yeshua, I am complete. In Yeshua, I am Kadesh. I am a shaver or friend, brother, Achi, and fellow warrior in Kodesh good standing with Yeshua. And I am grateful that I can be here this morning to say, fall in, let's get after it. Yah is on the throne. He is Elohim. Baal is his adversary 
any application of that word Baal towards Yahweh Elohim is blasphemous. Any changing of the name, any continued changing of the name from Yahweh Elohim to a shortened version of the fallen Malach that tempted Eve in the garden, Godrael, any mixed up pronunciation, whatever the situation is, is blasphemous and has no room to be tolerated. I am excited to be a servant of the Most High L. I am grateful to have been able to behold the hand and the spike. I am Shalayak Scribe, president of Emulator's Motorcycle Ministry. I am Scribe, Emulator of Yeshua. Hallelujah. That having been said, Yami, are you ready to teach? Hallelujah. That mute button stood still. <laughs> Hallelujah. So where are you teaching from this morning, Yami? Okay. Um, boy, I let through the night looked at... Um, uh, Joshua chapter 10 and there is so much in it so I think it's going to be in part but I'm, I will read I don't know if I should read the whole chapter however the Ruhak um, addresses me you know as I do it if I need to well, stop so you know, hallelujah hey what? Yami if you need to, you can break it up, Marissa, and I can help you read it, too. Oh, that would be great. Um, okay, I'm trying to think where at the first part I want to stop at. Let's see. Joshua. Okay, um, can <laughs> one of you just start reading and one I it's time to stop and talk a little. I'll do it. Is that acceptable? We can do that however you want to do it. Okay. So either one of you just um, start at verse 1. I can do that. Okay. Thank you. Okay. And it happened when Adonai Zedek, king of Yerushalayim, heard that Joshua had captured Ai and had destroyed it as he had done to Jericho and to its kings. So he had done to Ai and to her king and that the ones living in Gibeon had made peace with Israel and were within their midst. They were greatly afraid because Gibeon was a great city like one of the royal cities because it was greater than Ai and all men and all its men were mighty. And Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, 
sent to Hoham, king of Hebron, and Piram, king of Jeremoth, and to Japhia, king of Lechish, and to Debar, Debir, king of Eglon, saying, Come up to me and help me, and we shall strike Gibeon, for it has made peace with Joshua and with the sons of Israel. And the five okay, kings I, of the army. Okay. Okay. Right there, uh, when I was studying, came to me that um, uh, the, here we're going to be reading about these five kings and more, many more. They called uh, for help because they saw that Israel was mighty and and Yah was causing Israel to slaughter, and they were told not to leave anyone alive, but to kill the whole, all the people in the, the city, which, wow, that's hard. That would be hard to have to kill babies and everything, but Yah had his reason, and we have to know that the um, the enemy has got to be wiped out completely. We, it's, I don't know if this one applies, but came to me. It's the little foxes that destroy the vine that um, we can't even have a little bit of eleven rises the whole loaf, and it's like um, Yaz a a total. Um, direction, a total Elohim. He doesn't, he dots every, you know, he puts a dot on every um, where it's needed and uh, he doesn't miss anything. So therefore, yeah. Yami, yeah. yeah, mean, are, are you trying to say that Yah dots all his I's and crosses all his T's? <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So um, with him, we have to do the stuff that kind of we do not like because we don't understand. But we can also um, grow in our understanding. There's a song that goes further along. We'll know all about it further along. We'll understand why. Fear not, my brother, live in the sunshine. You'll understand things all by and by. And that reminds me that it's at the right time he gives us clarity and understanding. But lots of times are that faith step is putting aside all our arguments, all our disagreements, and saying, yes, I'll say yes, yeah, yes, to your will and to your way. I'll say yes, yeah, yes. I will trust you and obey. When your Ruhak speaks to me with my whole heart, I'll agree. And the answer will be yes, yeah, yes. Okay, could you continue reading? I absolutely can. Yep. And the five kings of the Amorites assembled, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, 
the king of Lachish, the king of Eglon, they, they and all their camps, and they camped against Gibeon and fought against it. And the men of Gibeon sent to Joshua and to the camp of Gilgal, saying, Do not withdraw your hand from your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us and help us, for all the kings of the Amorites living in the hills have gathered against us. And Joshua went up from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him, even, the mighty, even all the mighty warriors. And Yahweh said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them, for I have given them into your hand. Not a man of them shall stand before you. And Joshua came to them suddenly. He had traveled all night from Gilgal. And Yahweh troubled them before Israel and struck them with a great blow at Gibeon. And he pursued by the way of the ascent of Bethoron and struck him to and struck them to Azkah and to Mechadah. And it happened as they fled from the face of Israel, they were in the descent of Bethron of, of Bethoron, even Yahweh cast great hailstones on them out of the heavens. Hallelujah. Okay. Looking at, okay, Joshua, and they heard the need of, um, get it. You're breaking up, Yami. See if I can get this better. Uh, it's not Say something. Hi there. Okay, that's a little okay. bit better. Okay, so so here that because this uh, Gibbon did um, make a commitment or an agreement with Joshua and, and to be on that team. <laughs> Joshua quickly knew his part was to go and help them because, uh, um, you know, they couldn't let the enemy take over anything that has became a part of Yah. And that's what um, this king who agreed to um, uh, be on Yah's team uh, even though they they didn't know all that they needed to, Joshua knew what he needed to do, and they did it. And realizing this was a large number of people in war, I mean, all these other nations had came against the one in Israel jumping in there, um to to help that one Yahweh um gave a little extra help here. Um yeah they killed and they were obedient to warring as they were directed but he called nature to take away more of the enemy than than their work their part was. So, um, again, we see that Yah has all the tools and he is 
going to see his people um, win the battle that they have to fight. Okay, we can go on. I can. All right, verse 11, last part. To to Ezekiah, and they died. The The many who died by the hailstones were more than the sons of Israel had killed by the sword. Then Joshua spoke to Yahweh in the day when Yahweh gave the Amorites up before the sons of Israel, and he said, Sun stand still before the eyes of Israel in Gibeon, and moon stand still in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still and the moon stood still until the nation was avenged on its foes. Is it not written in the book of the upright? Yea, the sun stood still in the middle of the heavens, and it did not hasten to go down for a full day. I want to know what that book of the upright is. Yeah, me too. This is pretty far back in the Old Testament, so I don't know that it is speaking of the Kippeh HaKadosh, or if there's something else out there, my bet would be that there's something else out there that somebody else wrote that has been kept from the believers. I want to know what it is. Right. So, yeah, how are you going to do this? We don't know, but we thank you. You're bringing to us that book so that we can study it and learn more. Thank you that there's never an end to what what we can learn. That's why I think the we only, a genius only uses ten percent of their brain. <laughs> that tells me that in that part of us there's room for all your ways to be planted, to be um, not only in our heart but on the forefront of our minds. So thank you. Um, show us the way to find this lost um, book, this lost right, um, written um, uh, information that, that I'm sure will help us understand you a little bit more, Father. So... Um, you, you, let's see. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about this because, um, uh, and did we read 13 yet? Not yet. We got the last half of, uh, actually, okay. yeah, we were, we're, we're, we're reading 13. And the sun stood still and the moon stood still until the nation was avenged on its foes. Is it not written in the book of the upright? Yea, the sun stood still in the middle of the heavens. And did not hasten to go down for a full day. And there has not been a day such as that before it or after it. For Yahweh listened to the voice of a man. For Yahweh Mm -hmm. fought for Israel. And Joshua returned and all Israel with him to the camp at Gilgal. And these five kings fled and were hidden in a cave. Let's stop stop there. Well, um... I uh, I would like to um, bring up the the um, fact that when something's real significant, it's written and it's um, 
a, a very notable thing of change in the normality of nature happens because uh, it's showing, hey, Yah is in charge of the sun, the moon, everything. And here's something that uh, a man one can say their prayer and Yah will even um, go as far as to cause nature to do differently so that it's remembered how much for those that lived in that day and the, their children who they told the story to, how much impression would that make on the power and the ability of their Elohim, of the Most High Yahweh. And um, it's real significant when we see changes in nature, you know, in the world, the way um, Earth, heaven and Earth work. Okay. Um, I don't know how timing is. Do, should we stop here, or do you want to go on? Yeah, and that's a lot to take for today in and to think about. And, Father, we do pray that our mind does stay on the things you point out to us and that we take the time to let you um, impress our hearts so it becomes part of us that the seeds of this experience are sown in our heart and will have an effect on the decisions we make to obey you, to recognize and acknowledge the um, the way you killed more of the the men than the warriors did. And they were good, strong warriors, but you, you're, you take care of us. You don't let the enemy have us. Thank you for doing that. And let us keep that in mind as we look at the exploit of battle and for Joshua's reign or, or leadership era. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. We are going to bring Marissa forward. As she is the transformer, she is being transformed. Hallelujah. And we're grateful she's here this morning. So she's going to start us out with her uh, Ephesians 6. And then she's going to go on with her praise, prayers, decrees, and declares. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. I am. I'm going to read that. I'm going to run this morning. Can you mute your phone, please? Children, obey your parents, and Yahweh, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment of the promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but nurture them in the discipline and teaching of our master. Slaves, obey your masters, according to flesh, 
with reverence and trembling, and singleness of your hearts as the Messiah. Not with eye service as hypocrites, but as slaves of Messiah, doing the will of our Master from the heart, serving as slaves with good will to our Master, not as to men, each one knowing that whatever good thing he does, this he shall receive from the Master, whether he is a slave or a free man. And Masters do the same things toward them, forgiving their faults. Knowing that the master of you and of them is in heaven, and there is no respect of persons with them. For the rest, my brothers, be made powerful in our master, and in the might of his strength. Put on all the armor of Yahweh, for you to be able to stand against the strategies of the devil. For our conflict is not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and with those in authority and with the possessors of this dark world, and with the evil spirits that are beneath heaven. Because of this, take up all of the whole armor of Elohim, that you may be able to resist the evil one. And being prepared, you shall prevail. Then stand firm, having girded your loins about with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and defend your feet with the preparation of the good news of peace. Above all, taking up the, the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the flaming darts of the evil one. Also, putting on the helmet of salvation and take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of Yahweh. Through all prayer and petition, praying at all times in the Ruach, and watch to the same thing with all perseverance, and petition concerning all the saints. Pray also for me that to me may be given speech and opening of my mouth with boldness to make known the mystery of the good news, for which I am an ambassador in a chain, that in it I may speak boldly as it is right for me to speak. But that you also may know the things about me, what I am doing. Take us, the beloved brother and faithful minister and our master, who make known all things to you, whom I sent to you for the same thing, that you might know the things about us, that he may come for your heart. Peace to the brothers and love with faith from Yahweh, the Father and Master, Yeshua, Messiah. Grace be with all those that love our Master, Yeshua, Messiah, without corruption. Amen. The highlight of this morning is that Yeshua makes the day is new, and I pray for the things that are happening to be made full and and now issue is planned for us today that um there's healing in my being clear that my my hair loss will no longer become thin that it will become full on my head that hair hair um, follicles will be replenished and I pray for issue was hand. Yahweh's hand to be upon our hair. No blemishes that are my skin is getting clearer as um, I look I look into what is good and what is not good for my skin and diet those who are having sensitive problems with diet and Yahweh to put off their their food intake and what is right and what is not right for their body. Hallelujah. We are all made unique in his image. The Queen declare for Yahweh's love of our nation, over all of the nations, and for Yahweh's timing that Yahweh has structured our, our firm foundation and he's building our life, that he is <clears throat> building our life upon it. And the Queen declare in Malachim that they are coming to work on behalf of our, our battles, and I pretty clear that they are suited up and sent 
enough to go forward in what um, Yahweh has called them to do. Yahweh sent them down to do the spiritual warfare. But if you declare any warfare happening on our behalf of us or our children's lives, and if you declare that they're doing their part as well as others that have been on the line or names that have been prayed for or brought up in the midst of our conversations on the line, that you know where they stand today, Yahweh. And I pray for them to get free, set free from whatever it is that's holding them back from being filled and fulfilled in you. And I thank you for your alakim that we are there with, with the midst of your shalom. And I pray for the um, Psalm 91 in our your hands be upon as well as your your provision and your guidance for Rock and Sandy and John Kim and Yami and Jim and Mike and Spike and, and, our, and as well as uh, was it but our brother Joe and some of our sisters that was on the line prior and our brethren that have been there that we know it throughout the years as well and there's to see and declare your your shalom over those people and as well as with 2.0 and you're cleansing and healing us Yahweh and you break through that we are overcoming and, and, and going in your direction and you're keeping us walking upright in fullness and I think we declare as you helping those with their addiction problems and the alcoholism out there that there comes to be less deaths of anything caused by that. And she was mainly thankful that you can put those the healing and the discernment on the behalf of them that need to get out of that mindset of addiction. And to clean the clear for those who are suited up to do your work and the men and women in uniform that they're out there doing the work that you called them to do to get the the resources of drugs, the main source of them that's coming in, as well as adult dealers off the street. And they get those strategized, the ways to get rid of those drugs. And thankful that there's new new drug busts that they can get the dangerous things out of off the street. Hallelujah. And for our healthcare workers, you know, I just feel like you're helping our doctors out there and those who are know of you to get to in the right place to know you well and as well as the healthcare workers that they can have the right right mind the right the righteous mindset in that place that you help them with single mindedness and with uh, putting you first in their their walk that they're doing mighty work of taking care of others and I pray for the patients as well that are in the clinics and hospitals hospitals and different places and also for those who are the, um, the COVID problems, the pharmacia and all that, the um, fear behind it as well as the nonsense, the man-made things. So now they want to give children vaccines soon. And just pray for this, be a whirlwind of, of your favor over the situation, Yahweh. Because we can't, we can't, unfortunately we can't stop but we can make the choice of what we what we can do in our for vaccine wise. But it's becoming a problem for travel as well. And I pray for those who are in the transgender and plastic surgery work as well as body modifiers that you turn turn them to the from their sins of wanting to change others. 
and that they can turn around for the better way of how you want them to do things and not how they see fit. I pray for your hand and your glory over that situation. And Yahweh, yeah, that there's the inflation out there and the government officials are, a lot of them are doing things that are not putting you in the midst of the decision-making. I pray for any strongholds that are keeping them from doing doing the right and the right work that they are broken. Hallelujah for you there. Approve those who are not appointed to be doing Yali work that are not fearing Yahweh in the office. I decree to that to his name and as well as our, our finances and our and our businesses and I pray for your Shakma uh, over our X thirty nine business here. As we prepare us to share it that ears and, and minds will be open to receiving the the truth and then understanding that it's not just a nonsense gimmick, it's actual uh, a life-improving product that we want to share with others. So let us have a light shine on us that we can share the right information for each person here and what they need. For things coming into alignment, I thank you that you're putting things into alignment and that you're lining us up in your word, Yahweh, calling people out from the wilderness that they're not stuck up there they can come come through and seek you wholeheartedly. People coming out of Egypt, that you're taking them from there to your promised land. And forgiving us of our sins and cleansing us of our fleshly desires and wrongdoings. And I can assure that you're renewing our minds as well as helping others with mental health issues that they overcome some of those those defects and those demonic things that you can keep them in um, Ikad with you, Yahweh, keeping us in Ikad and helping us have your fruit that we can walk fully in them. Hallelujah. For love, kindness, joy, shalom, faith, patience, goodness, meekness, meekness, and self-control. And our families, we declare that your your hand is um, sending out the Malachim to protect our families. And you also have your um, love over them. And our no more division, and as well as my children and I are, our relationship is restored. And for your salvation for our family members that have not quite yet gone there, or that are ignorant to your truth, that ignore you, or that are blinded, I can assure that you take the blinders off. And for Yahweh's deliverance and love, and I break, break any agreements I've had with past and and I think we'll overcome her. And I continue to kill your, your love ministries, uh, prison ministers, that you are with them. My brother Steve Shipley and others who are doing your, your work, Yahweh, and teachers of Yahweh in the men and women system that are teaching your word, that I'm thankful for them. And that you have your, continue to kill your fruit upon them. And for my, my children, as well as my series, Mom and Leela that's watching Eva, the chief of that, my ex-sister-in-law that she's doing, uh, that they're doing a lot for Eva right now, and as well as Kumar and Gary um, are doing, um, going out making money for their family. I'm thankful that you're helping them as they are doing what you have them doing 
that come against the false main imaginations and the religious mindset. Hallelujah. And for a sex slavery out there, Yahweh, and the deception behind it, we'd help those who need to come be saved from that situation. And the right workers, and I think you're going to say you're no more violence in the wars out there than gun violence. As well as you're keeping us, um, our faith strong and our commandments and the ministries out there to follow the whole truth. Just pray for that outpouring upon them as coming to the weekend soon that the, world, the worldly church day is Sunday, sometimes Friday night, sometimes Saturday night. And if they're your, your, uh, we're to break into those places like the mighty wind and, and fire and for the, um, the depending and purifying us. I'm thankful that you have us in your, your, your purifying our hearts and our minds. And that you, I am, um, thankful that I am overcoming it. I am. Walk in you, Yahweh, that I am your daughter. I'm loved. I'm a doer. I'm an overcomer. I'm a beautiful. I am great. I am gifted. I am faithful. I am grouped. I am righteous. I am able to do all things through the Messiah who strengthens me. And I'm a great mother who's getting greater. I'm a champion. And I'm successful. And I'm a good person. And I'm an overcomer. I'm a young vessel. And I'm bought and purchased by the blood of the Lamb. And I am a learner and student for Yahweh's word. I'm a seer and a hearer of Yahweh's word and what he has for me. As well as I am obedient. I'm thankful for Yahweh for his living word and for the world that we are living on. Thankful for our brethren. Thankful for the sunshine in the morning. Thankful for all of our seasons. That you make the seasons unique, Yahweh. I'm thankful for Elohim and for our shared Lord of us now. Anyway, I'm thankful for Yahweh. Focus. I, I am focusing. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. I got some, some, some good friends in, in high place. As I go forward in repentance, the, um, he, Yahweh keeps, keeps me going. And he gives us those, those little joys in life for, for our little friends that we can meet. <laughs> Along the way, that I'm thankful for my family, as well as the family that is not always our immediate family for our our Mishkapa, our our faith-filled family, and as well as our children. I'm thankful for children, and us. we know all of our children in the world, and for our salvation, that I'm thankful that you are doing your work upon those, sending your son to that died on the that died for our sins and for our animals. I'm thankful for those and. Most importantly, for your discernment, Yahweh, and as well as for health, that we are healthy and staying healthy in, in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. We appreciate it. Abhi, in uh, name of Yeshua, we just ask that you, Barukata, Marissa, keep her growing. You have awesome things in store for her. We just praise you for that. We are going to move into our 27 minutes of set-apart meditation for the morning. Unless there's somebody else that wants to jump in and 
be their praise, prayers, decrees, and declares, but it doesn't look like there's anybody new online, so we will do just that. Hallelujah. We will see you in about 27 minutes. Yabaruch.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Abba, yeah, in the name of Yeshua, we ask that you draw us out of this period of set-apart meditation. And draw us out to hearing what you would have to say. Drawing us back to an attitude of determination, an attitude of tenacity, an attitude of fortitude, an attitude to conquer, an attitude to take names, and an attitude to stand fast in your warriors, in your warrior Ruach Abayah so that we can take the battle to the enemy, so that we can take the battle to the adversary, so that we can take health and healing for the hurting, homeless, helpless, heartbroken, and hungry, so that we can take your Yeshua to this world. In the name of Yeshua, hallelujah, and yamen. All right. Well, we are going to uh, take a look at our continuing study in Proverbs 8. We're going to be looking at Mishle chapter 8, verses 19 to 23. And I'm so grateful and I'm so humbled that Yah has put this in my heart to go through this again. Every time you look at it, it's, you see something new. You see, it's it never gets old. As old as it is, it never gets old. Hallelujah. It 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 is a living word. It is it's human history and it's as important today as it ever was. And I'm grateful for the fact that we have to dig through and find the truth through everything that's been shaded. And there's been a lot that's been hidden. While this is not fake news, while this is unbiased information, there's enough that there's a lot that's been carved out and a lot that's been What's the, what's the, squirreled away, squirreled away. There's a lot of information that's been squirreled away. And we know that the adversary is extremely squirrely. He's a deceiver. He's a liar. He comes but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Well, he's in a world of hurt right now because we have Yahweh on our side. And as Transformers, we are doers of the word. And we are going to do him a bad day. Hallelujah. In fact, right now, in the name of Yeshua, I just plead the blood all over the adversary. He has no choice but to receive it. He can't, he can't flee from it. It cannot escape him. But to torture him in the name of Yeshua, and we can. I plead the blood of Yeshua all, all over Godrael, the one that tempted Eve in the, in the garden. Hallelujah. Moving along. 
Mishle 8, 19-23 says, My fruit is better than gold, yea, than fine gold, and my increase is better than the best silver. I walk in the path of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice to cause those who love me to inherit wealth, and I will fill up their storehouses. Yahweh possessed me in the beginning of his way from then before his works. I was set up from everlasting from that which was before the earth. There's a footnote, and it takes us, it refers us back to Proverbs 4, 7. That footnote says, give me one minute here. That footnote says, concerning verses 22 and 23, some have wrongly taken these scriptures out of context to pertain them to Yeshua and that he is a created being. However, wisdom is the feminine gender and is being spoken about over the last five chapters and never personified as Messiah. Also, Yeshua is eternal and not a created being. Micah 5, 2, 1 John 1, 1, John 8, 58. So, what I saw as I was being led through this was the fact that if we begin to question what is wisdom's fruit, what is the purpose of personifying wisdom in such a way where it almost sounds like she is an existent person. I think the first question is, is in a way more crucial than the second. Because the answer to that is the, the very reason we worship Yahweh. The very reason he is Elohim and Elohim alone. It's the very reason he dwells solely in Shamaim and that there is none beside him. Because when he speaks, when he sneezes, if he sneezes, but when Yah opens his mouth on any matter, wisdom comes out. It is wisdom. Wisdom is Ruach. Wisdom, Shachma, is Ruach. It's his breath. Abba Yah, our Elohim, the Kodesh of Kodesh, the Melachim of Melachim, the Adonai of Adonai, does not speak foolishness. Anything he says can, if, if it's learned, if it's accepted, if it is appreciated, if it is held on to, can be gained from. There's no two ways around it. I don't care what belief system you engage in. 
You can be Wiccan, you can be pagan, you can be Druid, you can be Freemason, you can be a Satanist. Your Elohim is not smarter or wiser than mine. It is subservient to mine, less than mine. It should not even exist anymore. Because on the other hand, you cannot deny that my Elohim exists. It is only by the fault of man and man's defiance that we still have to deal with these other belief systems as ridiculous as they seem. And they do seem pretty ridiculous. Dig into it a little bit. I'm not going to go into it here. i got to leave something for you to do. If that sounds a little harsh, there's another verse in this book that says, as iron sharpens iron, so the countenance of a friend sharpens his friend's countenance. And it's kind of interesting to note that the Hebrew word for friend is shaver or shaver. Whether you spell it S-H-A-V-E-R or C-H-A-V-E-R. Just the fact that if a friend, that as iron sharpens iron, a friend's face sharpens his friend's count or the countenance of his friend. Um, Time to start paying attention because Yahweh wants to be that friend. Yeshua came to be a friend of sinners. If we're standing there looking at him and he is not sharpening our wits about how we live and how we interact with our neighbors, first by interacting with him, then what are we doing? If we can't see that in him, if we can't see that quality in him, and him living out that quality and wanting to apply it to us, why are we even engaging with him in conversation? Why are we wasting his time when we know that there are others that are serious about having a relationship with Yahweh, with Yeshua? There are those that are serious about being infilled with the breath and wisdom and shachma of Abayah, but we want to sit there and deny, and deny him, some of us. It's ridiculous. But it's not Yah that's ridiculous. It's us that has to go back and look at the mirror in the, in the, yeah, in the looking glass and see what we look like and not forget about what we look like when we walk away so that when we do walk away, we walk away with Yahweh and Yeshua and they can fix us on the go. I've put this on my heart to to, uh, to write out. It says, Wisdom, Shachma's fruit is Elohim Yahweh himself residing in and through you and I. Is anything better than having internalized Yahweh and believing him without doubt? While it may seem unfair to the world, it really is all about who you know. But even that is based on what you have learned and chosen to retain and believe. 
it isn't fair if the information is out there, but the ones, uh, wait a minute, I think I wrote that one wrong. I think it's supposed to, I think that's supposed to read, isn't it, isn't it unfair if the information is out there, but the ones complaining about it refuse to pursue it? And then the complain that, you know, well, whatever. I think while that might be a little garbled, you might be able to figure out what I'm trying to say. Um, is there verifiable evidence that people reject the knowledge of Elohim? Only if you value what the Kitbe HaKadosh, the set-apart writings, offer as evidence. And one quick example of that evidence is Psalm 14. We're going to go to that real quick because it's relatively short, but it's potent and it's punchy, and it's only got seven verses in it. It's to the chief musician, a psalm of David. The fool has said in his heart, there is no Elohim. They acted corruptly. They did not they did hatefully in deeds. There is none doing good. And I realize that applies to me too. Okay. I'm trying to do better by faith, by belief, by believing that Yahweh can cause me to do better, by believing that believing in him is the right thing to believe, and believing that everything he says in this word he has actually accomplished and that these are actual human events and that if my heart is right and stays right, he can do through me and those I associate with. My mishpaka can change the world because of Yahweh who dwells within and through us. Romans 3.18 refers us back to uh, what? basically refers us back here. It says there uh it says there is no fear of God before of Yah before their eyes. Okay? It's basically quoting what this one is. What Psalm forty one says Yahweh looked down from heaven on the sons of mankind to see if there were any discerning 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 and seeking Elohim. Shachma gives us the ability, the privilege the quality, the desire to discern and seek Elohim. Now, Abba Yah gives gifts without repentance. So if you want to use your gifts as a, as a, as a prophet or a prophetess, as a medium, Yah's not going to take them. He won't remove those gifts from you. But you better have a really, 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 really good answer as to why you used his gifts, his Kodesh gifts, for a corrupting purpose. Yahweh expects us to understand that this is all in here. That's Shakma looking deeper. This is looking deeper. Verse 3. 
They have all turned aside. Together they have become filthy. There is none doing good, not even one. Even Yeshua himself asked those that called him good, why do you call me good? When there is none good but our Father in heaven. He believed Yeshua understood how close he was to slipping, how close at hand sin was to his own door while he was robed in flesh, that he wouldn't even take the accolade of good father or good teacher. He wouldn't even accept that from from someone looking for salvation. He gave it back to Abiyah. He gave it back to Abiyah. He gave that, that kavod back to the source of all that is good. And as a human being, if we act good apart from Yahweh Elohim, it's almost a miracle. It's essentially a miracle. Because we are deceived and we continue to deceive ourselves unless we are in Yahweh and seeking the source of all wisdom, his ruach, his breath, his essence, him. Verse 5. There they there they feared with dread, for Elohim is in the righteous generation. So once you are renewed in your belief and your understanding and your faith in Yahweh, you are righteously regenerated into his image. Can I not see that in here? I, is this too much of a stretch? If it is, somebody tell me now. There they feared him with dread. There is a reason to be concerned about the anger of Yahweh, about the anger of our Elohim. But to become aware of of him in set-apart good standing with fear and trembling, with appreciation, with respect. We don't have to dread anymore. In coming to an understanding of that sort, being mikvah, accepting Yeshua as our Savior, being filled with Ruach HaKadosh, Elohim is still in the re- in the regeneration business, and he is not going to regenerate unright. He's not going going to regenerate us and then leave us in a state of unrighteousness. Verse six says, "You have shamed you have shamed the counsel of the afflicted, for Yahweh is his refuge." 
Again, I am not taking anything away from the fact that the Mishpaka is supposed to be a hospital for the soul. But if it's supposed to be the hospital for the soul of a human being, then it's only natural to consider and to believe that it should also be the hospital and the soul for humanity. And by default, it should also be the hospital for the heart and soul of society and government. You might say, well, society and government don't have a soul. Well, guess what? If you ain't got a human being with a heart and a soul, you ain't got a government, you ain't got need for a government with a heart and a soul. Everybody wants to separate this stuff like flour through a sieve. Yahweh is not a separator, he's a unifier. Yahweh is not a separator. He's a unifier. He wants us all to be echad, united, one. Now, there is a place to sift. There is reason to delineate. There are times when it's, when it's, not, a, when it's not a bad idea to do that. When you're mixing something, you want the flour to be as fine as possible. Yahweh wants us to have the cookie and to eat it too. But we're not the flour that he's sifting. Not at this stage anyway. Verse 7. Who will give out of Zion the salvation, Yeshua, of Israel? Actually, let me reread that. Who will give out of Zion the salvation of Israel? When Yahweh brings back the captivity of his people, Jacob shall rejoice and Israel shall be glad. Now again, that captivity, while it's speaking of the fact that they went into Babylon and all the rest of us, you've got to look at the fact that what sent them off into captivity in the first place was their thinking. They betrayed Yahweh Elohim and embraced other Elohims. They embraced Baal. They embraced Baal, who we gave you know, a, a title that we gave to Yeshua when we knew that Baal was the name of a pagan deity that Elijah stood against. In First Kings 18, one, one man of Elohim, one man of Yahweh, standing before 450 crazed Satan worshipers, essentially, one pastor, modern terminology, let's play with this a little bit, one pastor stands before 700 or 450 unbelieving or believing but believing in a different in a different deity 
and a lesser deity. He's got the testicular fortitude. They say, tell you what, you go get two bulls. You slaughter one, I'll slaughter one. Same exact, same exact altars. We'll build them up the same way. But what I'll do is I will saturate my offering. I will I will saturate my sacrifice with water. I will drench this thing. I will make it a lake. You don't have to. I'll tell you what. Here's the deal. If my Elohim answers and your does not, then let my Elohim Yahweh be Elohim. And he is speaking this in the presence of those that were supposed to be believing Hebrews, believing Jews of the nation of Israel in front of 450 pagan priests and priestesses who were cutting themselves into a frenzy, praying to whatever it was they thought they were praying to, all day long into the night, they were cutting themselves and they were, you know, and just blathering like idiots, okay? And nothing happened. And then Elijah spoke. I believe it was Elijah. Pretty sure it was Elijah. He spoke. And Yahweh consumed the offering. Water and all. Burnt it up. That should have been enough to prove to Israel as a nation. And maybe it was for a while. Maybe it was for a while. But then they ended up forgetting. And they kept forgetting. And that forgetting got passed down. The fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, what is it going to take to bring Yahweh back into the spotlight in the way he wants to be known, in the way he wants to be referred to, When are we going to apply the wisdom that he's provided and stop stop spray painting graffiti all over the truth and obscuring the beauty and the majesty and the honor that he is due? with the foul names, the foul, vile names of demons. In that, I believe, is wisdom. Was this too much of a stretch to draw from um, through Proverbs 8? I'm not feeling any conviction that that's the case. I think this is important to Yahweh. I think this is important to Yahweh. I think our Elohim 
needs to be honored, wants to be honored, deserves to be honored, as he instructed us before. In that honor, in that instruction, in that pleasure, in finding pleasure in him, he finds pleasure in us. And I think we are better for it when we do it according to his instructions and his will. Abiyah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for your word today. We pray that it goes out, that it takes root, that it germinates, and that it bears fruit 30, 60, and 100-fold and more. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And Yamin. And this is a bit of Francesca Ballesteri. He knows. When I was growing up, I had a very childlike faith. Uh, I just remember Jesus being really real to me. I grew up as an only child, and uh, my dad traveled a lot, so my mom was left to uh, kind of be both parents. Youngest sibling, the only girl of three older brothers, and I had a great childhood. I um, was abused as a child. Um, this caused a lot of confusion for me. As I grew up around middle school, I started to want to fit in, so I started doing really anything I could. Um, in order to fit in. I think that's when I began going downhill. When I was 12, my parents got divorced and it was kind of a surprise to me. I began to internalize these things as it was my fault that um, I'm not good enough and I don't matter. My freshman year of high school is when I first found out um, that my dad had um, stage four colon cancer. Right before my 16th birthday, um, my Whoops, that was not what I was looking for. Um, so we are going to try to find something um, that sounds a little bit more like worship. Um, we're going to do it this way. Nothing, you know, that's not the right word anyway. Incomplete spelling. Um <laughs> There you go. This is Get Wisdom.
if she would be willing to pray us out this morning. And we just wish a barukata hallelujah on you, saying bokatov, go out and be prosperous in Yahweh. Honor him in all you do, and he will lift you up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today as we were sharing your word and your Skype's message, and Sayami's message as well. And I pray that you fulfill the answers of those decrees and the clears in our prayers today, that nothing is said in any vein or anything that we do not want to have fulfilled. But in the clear, and I pray that you help those prayers be answered according to your understanding and your will and your timing. And I pray for today to be a Baruch-filled day as we prepare for my appointment this morning. And again, we lift up for Yami that the stress is that, that there's no stress in Yeshua's name, that she's that you're comforting her during her times of, of loss and you help her with each step of the way that whatever she's dealing with, that 
that she gives it to you, Yahweh, that you sort out her, her steps. As well as for all of us, Heavenly Father, you are there for us. And I pray that you give us the guidance that we need today and that you help us fulfill our duties that we want to get accomplished today. That today is our, a day of of work as we go into our Shabbat tonight and tomorrow. I'm thankful that we can have one more day to be, be fulfilled. And I also lift up Rock and Sandy, that they are doing wonderful things for you today and that you fulfill their, their needs as well as others that we are, are on our hearts today and our minds in a way that just help us with our prayer language as well as understanding in you as you keep us fulfilled and fill us up in your work. We thank you for your your honor and your, and your um, promises. Let us remember and to know that your promises never turn void. And I declare that in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Jan and er, Marissa. Wow, did it again. Haven't done that in a while. Anyways, 907 Central, 1007 Eastern, 707 Mountain, 607 Pacific. Oh, that's right. We don't have it. But anyways, all those times come back Sunday, and we start all over again with 2.0. Hallelujah.